The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome to the Western Mass Business Show. My name is Tara Brewster, and my guest today is someone very special to me. It's Will Bredow, William Bredow, the owner of Jackson and Connor. Hi, Will. Hello. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I've been thinking about our interview all morning and just kind of like gushing with warm feelings about you. So, Why would you have warm feelings about (laughs) Will? (laughs) Why would I have warm feelings about Will? So Will is the owner of Jackson and Connor and Jackson and Connor is my old store that I opened with Candace. Candace who? (laughs) Candace Connors. (laughs) Monty. Not Belmonte. everybody that you know is on the radio. We have Whoa, to explain it a bit on the radio. <laughs> Sometimes we sing. We went well, to singing though. very early right now. We did. Mm-hmm. Well, we were already talking about Will's harmonica, which he doesn't have. Which I don't have. Spoiler alert. Right. Sorry. Yeah. It might be for part two in Indeed. the future because right. we've been doing a lot of part twos lately. But Will is the owner of Jackson and Connor, which is a men's clothing store on the second floor of Thorns Marketplace that Candace and I opened on the Ides of March in 2008, right before the Great Recession and um, back in the days of my 20s. And it was wonderful while it lasted. And it's still lasting under under your ownership. but we sold to you in 2013. That's right. And I lovingly refer to Jackson and Connor as my first child. So <laughs> you are the adoptive parent, I guess. I guess so. In that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, how are you? What's going on? Doing great. Doing great. Um, just keeping really, really busy all the time. The store has been going absolutely bonkers uh, and shows no signs of slowing down at all. So just drinking from the fire hose every day and uh, along for the ride. But it's um, it, we've never seen a year like this ever. It's really incredible. And every time you say that, I'm so happy for you. And yeah, I'm like, grr. <laughs> I wish I never sold it. I know, I know. It's like my like little um, entrepreneurial uh, violin is playing <laughs> sweetly. And serenading me from afar. But no, I I love that you are the owner and you're doing amazing. What do you I'm sell at Jackson and Connor? So for those you. who might not know. Indeed. Uh, at Jackson and Connor, we sell all manner of menswear, um, though not only men wear it, which is really fantastic. We're getting a ton of non-male bodied folks coming into the store and um, who just love men's style. They love everything that we're about in terms of like the handling of the whole process and the attention that they get and the tailoring that we do. Um, but we sell anything from suits and sport coats and custom clothing to jeans and t-shirts and shorts. Um, we sell quite a few accessories. We do, uh, full alterations on anything that we sell. We do grooming products, everything except for shoes, really. That was I got shoes when you moment. owned yeah. Jackson and Connor. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Yeah, and then I, was, I tried later and it blew up in my <laughs> yeah, face. So I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted the shoe thing to work. I know, me too. There were a few things that I looked at after immediately after I took it over from you and Candace that I was like, why didn't they do this? This this is such a great idea. And then some of those things worked. And shoes was one of those things where I said, Why didn't they do this? And I brought in shoes and I just could took a look at it and said, Oh, now I know. <laughs> 
I bought my hat, my, uh, my kind of wide-brimmed Italian felt hat. It's for Jackson and Connor hat. Maybe a Bailey hat. Yep. That's in the other room. I can go get it and figure exactly <laughs> out what it is. Do you still sell hats? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. We have a really nice uh, husband and wife team out of Brewster, Massachusetts that we carry now called Stefano. Brewster. Indeed. Yeah, I was just there. We just talked about that on the last show. Mm-hmm. Well, Brewster, Pilgrim conversation. Um, yeah, I, I really did want shoes to work, but as it turns out, you only kind of sell the bookends mm-hmm. of the shoes and then the rest of the sizes sort of wither on the vine. They do. Yeah. They do that. So, want want. Yeah. Lessons learned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hard way, right? Yeah. You always have to sort of go it yourself and figure it out. And, and make mistakes. Yeah. I, I always like to say, try to keep your mistakes relatively small and cheap. Yeah. But it's important to make them. Yeah. Yeah. And with a whole run of shoes, it's not really cheap. No, no. That was a very expensive mistake, but I learned a great lesson. (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you owned the store now? Oh, man. So, yeah, 2013. uh, It's been on coming up on year nine. That's a good clip. This November will be year nine. That's like official. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. How has it been going? It's been going really well. Um, for the most part, you know, there have been all kinds of supply chain issues, and my tailor is super booked up right now. Poor old Zeza. Um, <laughs> same, same one. Yep. Yep. She's been our tailor since we opened. Our ride or die. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, other than that, it's been, it's been going pretty well, I, yeah. I have to say. 2020 wasn't fun. No, wasn't fun for anybody. But it was it was a really sobering and um, informative lesson to learn. Also, when everything was shut down, right, we were shut down for 12 weeks and you couldn't get into Thorns at all. And I had to figure out how to run Jackson and Connor with little to no revenue coming in and the bills still coming due and just figuring out how to do all of that stuff, cash flow projections and planning and you know, reorganizing everything, trying to push off payments and make it all work. Um, I essentially, I relearned how to run the business from the ground up all over again. It was, it was really quite something. And I thought about you uh, and Candace a lot when I was trapped in my basement Damn office. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about like, how would Tara and Candace handle this situation if they, if, you know, Jackson and Connor <laughs> shut down <laughs> for, for weeks on end, how, how would they make it work? And Load the car up. <laughs> We're going on a road trip. They would call future Tara, who works right. at Greenfield Savings Bank, for a PPP loan. Indeed. And uh, knocking on people's doors like, and this. Well, that's what we used to do at um, Taylor Men. Really? We used to deliver a lot of clothes to people's works and homes. And yeah, back before the internet was big. And, yeah. Yeah. I did a bunch of that, like right when we shut down. I was like, we have your tailoring back, but we're shut down. Can I drop it off at your house? Yeah. And would you like to see (coughs) all these watches that (laughs) (laughs) I'm Open up a trench coat. (laughs) Yeah, inside of your trench coat. Nothing sketchy about that. (laughs) Oh, it's like that kid's book hats for sale. You show up and you Uh, have like 20 hats on your head. (laughs) 50 cents cap. (laughs) Hey. When you got to, you know, get creative and COVID was definitely a time for everybody to 
get creative and figure it out. You yeah. figure it out, right? Yeah. Exactly. So are any of those things that you sort of put into practice in COVID still in existence or did you revert back to the old systems pre-COVID? No, a lot of that stuff that I figured out during COVID, we still actively do uh, really sharpen up how I keep track of the store and its performance and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, other things that we didn't expect came out of it as well. Like when we opened back up again, there were a ton of restrictions on what we couldn't couldn't do in terms of marking for alterations and letting people try on clothing. For a while, we had to mark for alterations in full body smocks with protective eyewear, gloves. Like it, it was a whole thing. We had to do all of the try-ons, all of the clothing try-ons by reservation. So that was really a learning curve for all of us. That wasn't particularly fun, but we have noticed that people have gone for the, the reservations. If you're looking for something in particular, if you need a little bit more time, attention, and care, we've had a lot of folks continue to set up appointments with us on the regular. So, uh, yeah, we had two yesterday. I think we have another one today. It's And on the weekends, it gets pretty well booked up, too. So that's something that, that we've carried forward, definitely. And would you sign up online? Typically through email. People either email us or they call us. You know, it takes five minutes for me to plug all that stuff into the calendar, and, you know, we get it in the morning, we see who's on the docket, and make sure that we've got bodies on deck for that kind of stuff. And is it 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour? Like what are people booking for the dressing room? Yeah, usually we book an hour. Um, that usually gives us enough time to go soup to nuts. What do you need? Is it a suit? Is it a sport coat? Is it a shirt? Are you looking for multiple outfits? It goes all over the range. So usually it's an hour, but sometimes people just come in and look around and then leave after 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes it takes a little bit less than that. But yeah. How many dressing rooms do you currently have? We still have two. 2.5? Do you ever use them? We never use the back. It's, it's gotten <laughs> it's too cluttered limits. back there. We can, we can barely fit in the back closet yeah. office area. Got it. Um, okay. I was just asking yeah. for the folks at home that, that don't know it's you know two dressing rooms sometimes mm. it's more than enough and sometimes it's not enough at sometimes all and not. so sometimes it's back not. in the day we used to say oh just come in the back just yeah. come in the back room and do your thing we'll close the curtain and but these yeah. are big beautiful dressing rooms <laughs> they you don't feel like you're in a bathroom stall you know like you're in a well-appointed small apartment right yeah no the, the dressing rooms are gorgeous the the back uh for folks who haven't been to Jackson and Connor and haven't managed to take a look behind the curtain, the back uh, office area. I'm going to put that in air quotes. Um, I, I refer to it as the office because it's kind of a closet and kind of an office. You, you have about enough room to kind of spin around in there. So it's that is sort of the polar opposite of the dressing rooms, which are yeah. nice and big and lavish and luxurious. The uh, the office is cramped <laughs> and small and mildly claustrophobic. Yeah, we didn't really put that much thought into that, that space. And that but. curved wall. Yeah. Although that is nice. The curved oh. wall is nice. Anyway, <laughs> it's time to take our first break. It's going to happen fast. I can already tell. Um, this is the Western Mass Business Show. You've been listening to Tara Brewster talking with Will Bredeau, the owner of Jackson and Connor on the second floor of Thorns Marketplace. We'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Will Bredeau, the owner of Jackson & Connor. Hello. Hi, Will. Hello. Hi. 
<laughs> For those who missed the first segment, Jackson and Connor is one of the businesses that Tara Brewster started and sold to Will back in 2013. It's a men's clothing store in Thorns Marketplace in downtown Northampton. Thank you, I'm like Monty. The, I'm like the narrator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Monty. Welcome. So, Will, what is it like being a small business owner in downtown Northampton right now? Um, it's very interesting. It always is. Um, being a small business owner is a lot of work, which seems like, yeah, no kidding, duh. You know, obviously it is. But there's a difference between talking about how much work it is and then being in that situation where you're on the line for everything and then doing all of that work. So it's, it's always just a ton all the time. Um, and as my father memorably told me one time, you will make to-do lists and there will never be a single day when you get everything done. Like you will never leave that place with every single goal that you set out to accomplish checked off of the list, but you do what, you know, the, the highest priority things you do what you can and then, you're back at it tomorrow. The work never goes anywhere. Just, just you do. Um, in terms of what it's like to run a small business here in Northampton right now, I love being a part of the Northampton community. I think it's really fantastic. I think what we have here with our array of little shops and restaurants and fun boutiques and places to hang out is really, really special. Um, and one of the reasons that I never left, I came here in 2004 to go to Hampshire College. And then when I graduated in 2008, I just had to stick around. I fell in love with the, the area and didn't want to leave um, because I was just like, I've never seen anything like this before. It's so cool. It's like the Ithaca Commons it reminded me of that because I you know spent a bunch of time in upstate New York where I'm from. And um, it was like the Ithaca Commons, but an entire town of it and just really blew me away. Um, and yeah, I, I love the other business owners in town. I, I know a lot of them. Um, and Everybody that I interact with is is really delightful. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, how is being a business owner now different from pre-COVID? Mm. Are you seeing a lot of like changes mm. or disparity? Yeah. yeah, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things have changed. Um, expectations. I think a lot of folks have gotten sort of conditioned by buying things online where if it doesn't happen in the blink of an eye, it seems like, well, what's, what's the big holdup? Like oh, when you're working in a brick and mortar, there tends to be a little bit more of a process to things. It's not just super fast in and out lightning speed. Um, you tend to take a little bit more, you have to take a little bit more time because you're, you're working on really paying attention to, to everyone and their needs. And um, that, that takes some time and, and effort and, and work. It's, it's wonderful, very gratifying work, but uh, it's different from point and click and put it in the basket and then you get it a couple days later. Um, we do a lot of really individual one-on-one -on -one work. Yeah, it's very state. intentional. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, purposeful. And that does take a lot more time, to yeah. your point. You yeah. know, you um, can't really make up for that either you know yeah. just part of the process yeah and the tailoring right right and the tailoring and like the extra you know time and intention i mean yeah. are people still getting a lot of their things tailored yes. at jackson and connor yeah um especially for suits and sport coats almost everything that people buy gets tailored uh it's very very rare that someone will come in and throw something in 
off right on, <laughs> throw something on right off the rack and it'll fit just perfectly right out of the gate. That's, that's a very unusual occurrence. So, you know, a little take in through the sides or shortening the sleeves or whatever. That's kind of a given, which is why, you know, alterations are still included on all the full price stuff. I never changed that after I took over from you guys. That's great. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a cost because tailoring it is. is not cheap. No. And Zessa's raised her prices recently, oh. which is a bummer, but, yeah. um, you know, she kept yes, it the same for quite some time. Yep. <laughs> and so are you tailoring things that are not from the store? We can't anymore. Yeah. We just have way too much going out of our own stuff. Um, yeah. Zaza called me up one day and started yelling at me and said, look, I can either do your stuff or the stuff that your customers bring in from home, but I can't do both. I just don't have the time. You got to make your choice. I said, okay, all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Zaza. Don't yell at me anymore. <laughs> so that's, yeah, we had to put an end to that a few years back. Yeah. But but there are other people in the area that yeah. you send folks to yeah. if they have Absolutely. their own alterations. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Can you say who you do? Oh, sure. On yeah. Usually we, we recommend uh, So Good right here in town if you're looking for someone local to Northampton. So Good over on Damon Road and the Damon Place shops is really great. Uh, if you live further north, uh, Mr. Hamdi is just one of the nicest dudes that I've ever met. He called me a few weeks back and was like, hey, do you have this kind of suit, like a, a linen in 44 long or whatever. And I didn't. And I said, no, I'm so sorry. And he said, well, if you ever need anything, just pick up the phone and call me. He's he's delightful. He's a wonderful guy. And Mr. Hamdi is in Greenfield, right? He is indeed. Yeah, yeah. he's up in Greenfield. Yeah, on Main Street, I think. Yeah. Yeah, right by Ice Cream Alley, maybe. I can't remember exactly where he's at. <laughs> I think you he would is. know better than yes, me. Yes, not far from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I um I was in Greenfield this weekend for um the Juneteenth celebration. It nice. was their first Juneteenth celebration. Nice. Right on. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice to see so many people out and about and yeah. Yeah. I uh Northampton will always be first in my heart, but Greenfield's, you know, Franklin County's starting to like edge its way in there a little bit. <laughs> AJ, one of my coworkers, said um, I was Mrs. Hampshire County the other day, and I was like, well, can I just be, like, regional, not specific? And he's like, I don't know. you got to work on it harder. So Mrs. We'll the Valley. Mrs. Yeah. the Valley. Not the Valley. Or the Valley. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, it's, you know, I, I always love um, catching up with you because I just think that, you know, you're such a great example of coming into a business. Um, you know, I think so many business owners <clears throat> are business owners because they were employees or mm -hmm. because they were in the know or the mix or the friend circle or, yeah. you know, a vendor or something. And I just love your story, um, partially because it's my story too, but, um, but just, you know, you were, you were at Hampshire, you mm -hmm. were going to school and you were our first employee, first and only employee, yeah. <laughs> this special award there. Mm -hmm. Um, but just, you know, you, you stepped up when we decided we wanted to, to get out of the business and, uh, trying to figure out what to do. And, you know, you just, I can just remember you saying, you know, I really love this place mm -hmm. and I can do it and I want to see it continue. And I remember talking to your dad, Leo, mm -hmm. um, Opos, um, and it was just, it was so cool just to have a conversation and to know that you were going to continue it. And now it's nine years later and you're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'll never forget that conversation when you and Candace had just come down from a conversation with the, the higher ups, the, the folks upstairs, uh, that you were going to be shutting down, going to be shutting down the store. And you sat me down on the back couch, uh, which now one of my employees, my former employees has. <laughs> and um, you said, so we're, we're closing down as of December 31st, Jackson and Connor is going to be closed. And I just kind of said, what? No, you can't do that. Like what? <laughs> Somewhat, not somewhat, very selfishly said, what am I supposed to do? You know, I love this place. Where am I supposed to go? And you said, well, you could go here. You could go there. I said, I don't want to go work for those people. I want to work for Jackson and Connor. Like, I love this place. It's what we do here is really special and awesome. And I love doing it. It's the only job. It's still the only job that I've ever loved. And, um, and the two of you said, well, you could do it. And I, you know, had a good hearty laugh at that. Like, I don't know how to run a business. I don't have the money to buy a business. Uh, how are we going to work this out? And um, I'll never forget. You said, well, you have the enthusiasm. You can't teach that. You know, you have a passion for this stuff. You can learn the rest of it. You can learn how to run a business. We can work out a deal. We can figure it out. And it all went from there. And we just really swooped in at the 11th hour and kept the place moving ahead. And um, one of the best end craziest decisions that I've made in my life for sure. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that you were up for the challenge and that, you know, you're still doing it and it suits you. You know, I feel like it's really like just every time I run into you, I'm I see what like, you did there. He sells suits. It suits him. <laughs> Thanks, Monty. You're welcome. Tara's always I good with the puns. Yeah. Even when she doesn't no, mean it. No one's better than Monty <laughs> with the puns, but, um, no, I just, you know, I, it's, um, such a pleasure to watch you um, be yourself and to embody the role of business owner and um, men's clothier because, you know, you just do it so well. You so. do embody it, too, because if anybody's ever seen Will, he is the sharpest dressed man in Northampton or maybe the Valley. Goodness. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Definitely the Valley. Yeah. I always joke that Will goes to sleep dressed in his three piece suits with his shoes <laughs> It's a little bit like vampire. <laughs> like, he, like, he like doesn't move Good in the bed, evening. doesn't roll around, like kind of levitates up and is like, I, I am here. I wish I could I say ready. that that hasn't happened once or twice where I have absolutely fallen asleep in a three-piece suit and woken up the next morning just being like, what am I doing with my life? I guess I don't need to change. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, here we are again. It's time for another quick break. You've been listening to Tara Brewster on the Western Mass Business Show. I'm here today with Will Bredow, owner of Jackson & Connor on the second floor of Thorns Marketplace in beautiful downtown Northampton. And we'll be right back. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Will Bredow. Um, we were talking about last names, Will's last name off air, and every time I have like a tough last name, I'm always like, oh. And I try to help Tara Brewster out, but this one, I, I've always yeah. thought it's pronounced Brido, but I'm glad to know that it's not. So now I'm going to start calling you Brido. And there we go. Like, no. Not like the, uh, you know, the marriage partner, more like the cheese. Indeed. That's what would be my mnemonic device. There you go. Yeah. Mnemonic devices. Or as my, my sister 
Dr. Burrito uh, likes to say, just say burrito really fast. Burrito. burrito. Yeah. Burrito. Nice. Yeah. I like that too. That <laughs> um, I go to the community health center in Franklin County. And recently my uh, doctor got switched. I think she went out on um, uh, pregnancy, uh, birth whatever she's having a baby maternity leave thank you so much i'm like birthing leave <laughs> i'm like whatever it is <laughs> um and so i recently got a new doctor and her name is jacqueline hyde nice it's also oh, my goodness. doctor dr, dr. Hyde. jacqueline hyde wow it is the coolest thing that's ever that's happened amazing. to me when i was told that was my doctor's name it was amazing yep so i told everybody i knew my yeah. doctor's dr jacqueline so you can hyde. tell dr burrito that that's right yeah there's a dr hyde i like that too <laughs> And she's very much like Miss Frizzle. No. Oh. Wears some octopus shirts. And I've only seen her one time. <laughs> Gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well. Yes. What's on the horizon for Jackson and Connor this year? What's going on? Ooh. What's Let's hot see. in men's fashion? What's going on? Um, uh, roses. Gray. Oh. That's, what black, I'm, that's what I'm wearing right <laughs> roses, now. Roses, oh. print shirt, short sleeve. <laughs> Well, prints are <laughs> prints are pretty huge, um, especially florals and paisleys. We're still seeing a ton of that. Uh, we're seeing a lot of different materials. Like people are getting a lot more creative with synthetics and things like that, um, which has been really cool to see. There's a lot more like performance stretch items. They're putting it into everything from shirts to jeans. Are they calling it spandex? No, usually they call it like tensile stretch or like, dynamic superfit or like something uh, like that. Yeah, spanks. <laughs> Not spanks. They don't. No. Do there, no. no. Okay. okay. I'm like, wait. And there, there's usually Tell some me. kind of strange chemical name attached to it. They, they don't use like Lycra. They'll say like, you know, polyethylene or something like that. You know, yeah. they, they always put the, the appropriate name in there. And so, um, no, uh, what is going on? What's in the pipeline for JNC? We're working on, um, well, we did a big rebrand right before the pandemic hit, which was just terrible timing that. Um, we dumped a ton <laughs> of money into it <laughs> right before we got smacked by uh, the COVID shutdown, um, which it was a ton of fun. We took about a year and a half, almost two years to do the entire brand platform. And um, then we refurbed the store. We did it in four days. So we blitzkrieged that thing and completely redid the front facade. We repainted the inside, did some interior work. Um, I had a designer come in and help me figure out a, a new layout for the, the floor. It was, it was a ton of fun. It was a ton of work. And I appreciated that moment because you were so thoughtful and you brought me back some of our, some of the old rinky decor, dinky yeah. decor yeah, and yeah. some of grandma's curtains and mm -hmm. things from the yep. shop. Grandpa's whiskey bottle. Yep. I appreciate you very much yep. for all those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but that was really fun. It really, that was honestly the moment when I really felt like Jackson and Connor was mine, was when I put my own kind of thumbprint on it. Like, it reflects more of my style. And uh, I won't say that I felt like I was still running your store, that I was, like, kind of still working for you guys. But sometimes it just felt like I got, I cut my teeth in this place and it's, it hasn't changed. The inside hasn't changed. So to some degree, I still felt like I was back um, in the old store. And so it really felt like a, a new chapter for the the shop that was a lot of fun. Um, I just wish the pandemic hadn't taken some of the wind out of our sails before we got to get it back again. But um, so that was, that was a, a big project. 
that we knocked out of the way. But now what we're working on uh, is actually a collaboration with one of our favorite designers, Eric Olson of Olaf Olson. Uh, he's a, a local designer. Uh, his ties are very popular at the store. Very, very popular. Everybody loves them. Uh, he imports all Japanese cotton, and then he has the ties handmade in New York City. Uh, they're really, really gorgeous. So he and I are working together on a collaboration line of shirts. Um, we've done at least one, maybe two collections in the past together, uh, but they're all Japanese fabrics that we bring in. We import the buttons from Italy, and then we have the shirts all made in Massachusetts. Uh, so they're all made in Fall River. Uh, in the past, we've done overshirts and sport coats as well. We're probably going to skip that for the time being because the um, shipping prices for our fabrics have more than doubled. So sourcing the stuff has become suddenly much more expensive, and the price for manufacturing has gone up. Basically, all of the prices, and this is something that everyone's hearing these days, all the prices across the board for pretty much every part of the process have gone up. So we're trying to figure that out. Um, I just helped him put two of his necktie collections together, one for fall of 22, one for spring of 23. So um, we're doing a bunch of stuff collaboratively. So what is the label going to say? Is it an Olaf Olsen yes. collaboration or Jackson and Connor, or is yeah. it like both it, of you together? Exactly, on the label? it says uh, Olaf Olsen in collaboration with Jackson and Connor. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, you'll have to send me the label. I'm interested to yeah, see it. Absolutely. You know. So that's half the fun, too, is looking at all the cool labels that yeah, come out. Yeah. yeah. It's been a lot of fun doing that. Um, we make almost no money on it. And, you know, that, of course, led to a really entertaining conversation with my father one time, who's kind of the, my, my business advisor for the store, um, where we were talking about it. And he said, well, Will, is it making you very much money? Are you getting some good profit off of it? And I said, no, not really. He said, well, is it worth it? I said, yeah, I get to design clothes. Are you kidding me? Of course it's worth it. Like, if I'm going to run this place, I have this platform. I have this amazing place where I can showcase this stuff. If I want to be creative and work on things, like, this gives me that opportunity to go and do something that I never would have done in a million years were I in another profession. Like, I get to design clothes. That's really cool. Really cool. Yeah. When you were at Hampshire, where you get to design your own major, yeah. did your major have anything to do with your now your your present being an entrepreneur, men's clothing store owner in downtown Northampton? Absolutely nothing at all to do with that at all. I uh, I studied Tibetan culture, um, education, and Buddhist philosophy in college, um, which led to a lot of other conversations with my dad about what are you going to do for a job when you get out of college, and that. Was always a lot. I'm of not going to worry about it because I'm Buddhist. <laughs> You're going to own a men's clothing store next to Glimpse of Tibet, right? <laughs> next to my buddy Pema. Seems really <laughs> quite perfect. See, it did work out. Yeah, yeah. You, you are adjacent to your yeah. major. It's true. Literally. It's yeah. true. Yeah. You can tell Opos that it all works out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think it's you know I I think it's great. Well, that you're just doing what you want and, and marching to the beat of your own drum and figuring it out as you go. Um, and you know, as a small business owner, I think you need to carve out your own happiness. So I'm glad that you're doing that with Eric Yeah, and I can't wait to see your designs. So you have to let me know when they hit the shelves. Absolutely. I'll I come will. in for Maddie B or yeah. something. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a lot of fun. And, and I can't remember who said it to me, but someone, 
I think it was at one of the trade shows, one of the menswear trade shows that I went to. They were like, never stop tinkering. Never stop tinkering with what you're doing. Like, try something new. Try and change something. Like, don't be satisfied with the model that you have working. Always play around with it and see what kind of different things you can do. So for them, like, for me, that's a really fun, unusual, very gratifying different thing that I can do with the business. I miss all the small specialty men's clothing store owners seeing them all out and about at the shows and stuff. Yeah. I still want to go back with you at some point. Absolutely. You and I need in to go a, back to in a padded, padded suit. You and I need to go back to Vegas with and handlers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get into trouble again. Yeah. I, I won't disclose exactly okay. what kind of trouble yeah. we got into when, when we went um, to Vegas, but it is time for a break. Isn't it? <laughs> Can't wait to hear about this yeah. one. Oh, look at that. Time flies. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster. And my guest today is Will Bredow of Jackson and Connor, a fantastic men's clothing store on the second floor of Thorns Marketplace in downtown Northampton. We'll be right back. Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. Welcome back to the Western Mass Business Show. I'm Tara Brewster, and I'm here today with Will Bredow of Jackson & Connor, a men's clothing store on the second floor of Thorns Marketplace. That Tara used to own. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, because we haven't talked about it yet, there are other floors to Thorns besides That's the true. main floor. That's true. People. Newsflash. There's a great big staircase, right? Smack dab in the middle of it. You can just go right up that thing. And can then we just talk about that for like two seconds? There's more shops upstairs. Please. <laughs> up the ladder to the roof, people. There is a staircase there, and it's calling you. It's true. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I once tried to convince Rich and Jody to get the stairs to light up. Whoa. Or, or like, be I thought you were going to say an escalator. No. Well, I, that was after they said no to the light upstairs. You know, the Mike, Michael Jackson video where like. Totally. Yeah. Where he's, dance fight in there. Oh. Yeah. And he's like walking and there's the tiger or something in that one. Anyway, I believe it's Billie Jean. Billie Jean. Thank you. And, you know, all the they're lighting up, right? The like blocks on the sidewalk are lighting up. I wanted the staircase steps as you're walking up to light up because. So many people would come up and be like, wow, this is fantastic. Yeah. There's a whole other There's floor a up here. Floor to this place? Yeah. And you're like, but we hear it all I... the time. Yeah. We like, still hear it all the time. It's crazy. It's it's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. But yet come upstairs. Yeah. Come upstairs or downstairs. Right? That's, that's something that I say in all of my uh, my ads uh, here that I record at WRSI is come upstairs to Jackson and Connor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really? Just like that, too. That's good. You do have a phenomenal radio voice. You do. So. Yeah, absolutely. Per perhaps if if the men's clothing store ever goes south, you could come and do everyone's commercials. Here. There's no money in voice. <laughs> I, I, it is a secret uh, goal of mine to, at some point, do voiceover work or voice acting or something like that. I would absolutely love to. If something comes up, I'll definitely keep oh, you in please, mind. Oh, please, yeah. No. There you go. You just like I would love that. put your wish out 
to the ears that might actually fulfill the dream. And I will say that if it weren't for Jackson and Connor, like I'm not as snazzy a dresser as Will is, but I have a, like a reputation for being a little bit of a snazzy dresser. You and, picked uh, up many things from us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I learned everything I know about men's fashion from the, ja- the Tara Brewster era, Jackson and Connor, where it's like, the belt matches the shoes. And like, <laughs> if you're buttoning a, a jacket with three buttons, it's sometimes always never. That's and if right. it's two buttons, it's always never yeah. in the button. And I pass that along to my children. The socks are a shade lighter than the pants. So like, yep. you know, I've got black pants on with like a gradation of black stock tone, 100% due to Jackson and Connor uh, in continuing in today's era, but learned all originally from the Tara Brewster era. Oh boy. <laughs> Who knew? Indeed. It was just t-shirts and sweatshirts before that for me. And you're quite a dresser, Monty. I do my so, best. We uh, always talk about do we match or do we not match when Monty and I randomly see each other in these happenstances. Nice. We don't quite match today. You're more bedazzled than I am. You I, look like the iconic, the dress from the internet that people didn't know if it was black and gold or whatever the other color was, blue. You, you, you look like you're wearing that a variation of that dress a little bit from where the what? internet yeah the I'll, internet the I'll interwebs show, you I'll, show you, I'll show you after i'll show you after uh, well <clears throat> we don't have tv at the brewster home so <laughs> anyway we're we're digressing like we do we do we do have a tendency to do that so are you doing sidewalk sales this year we are yes we will be out there the entire four-day span of sidewalk sales. We'll have some really fun stuff. I'm actually working on tracking down some more goods for that, um, specifically so I can have some fun stuff. I feel like we've, the last couple of years, we've had some repeat things, so I'm going to try and come up with something different for this year's sidewalk sales and have nice. some neat, neat little bargains at a sidewalk level. And then, of course, we'll also have um, more discounts inside, and we'll have that godforsaken game show wheel that you and... Uh, Oh my God. You and Candace That bought. is the best purchase of my life. I hate that thing so much. <laughs> but yet, but yet. But yet I use it every single year. Yes. No, I know. Because I know that you and Candace spent a ton of money on it and I cannot, I cannot it's like, so stand apart with good, it. good though, Will. No one else has that wheel. I know. No we one. Have, we have There's a, a reason for that. Is your wheel, how big is that thing? Good Lord. It's six by eight. Yeah, something like, like that. Oh. Feet? Feet? Feet. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, it is a game show it is like no joke, wheel. and it makes the noise. Yeah, like the wheel of fortune yeah. sounds. Oh. Yeah, God. you should go up there for the wheel. It lights yeah. up. It does. It does. So yeah, Jackson and Connor has this massive game show style wheel that we break out every year for sidewalk sales. If you buy something out at sidewalk sales, you get a little uh, gift certificate for a uh, an amount off of your purchase for the next month, for the month of August, and you get to spin the wheel and find out what it lands on and. Um, yeah, one day I will burn that thing to the ground, but <laughs> not this year. Sorry. I would say try to give it to someone before you burn it. Oh. Just saying. Give it back yeah. to you. Yeah, you want it in your house? Yeah, at the bank. I'm sure GSB would love me to break out the wheel. Good Lord. <laughs> PB. PB would be like, no, no. <laughs> Go away. Maybe I could get a truck. The wheel could be on the truck. Anyway, digressing again. Digressing again. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we will be out at sidewalk sales. Great. Which I think is the 28th through the 31st of July. I yeah. Believe. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Not too long. All right. So trends. Trends. Can we talk about trends sure. for fall? Yeah. Is there a color palette? Should we be prepared for 
socks, <laughs> long socks, like no. high-waisted pants. No. Any variations on the standard? I mean, I know men's apparel doesn't really yeah. deviate too much from... One of my favorite things about it is that menswear moves at sort of a glacial pace. Yes. You know, there's not a whole lot of upheaval in terms of trends. But what we are seeing right now is a ton more unusual colors um, and by the same token, a ton of requests for those unusual colors like sage green has been a big one, especially the spring season. Um, also complicated by the fact that every single person has a different idea of what sage green actually looks like. So that makes it pretty. Get out your Pantone wheel. That's right. Bring me in those RGB colors. You can put the Pantone wheel on the big on giant the big spinning wheel. wheel. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. Thank you for incorporating the wheel into, into his life in new and dynamic ways. Oh, uh, God. The wheel. The wheel. Um, so yeah, greens, shades of green have been really popular. Burgundy has been really popular. Um, winter white. Uh, actually, fun story about that. If you checked out the Tournament of Roses parade uh, in January where LeVar Burton was the Grand Marshal, um, we did his entire outfit. What? Yeah. Like you personally, Jackson I, and Connor? I personally picked out everything for, for his outfit. W with A him. clothing rainbow? With him, indeed. Uh -huh. um, all in shades of very light tan. Did he and come to Northampton and he pick it up? He did not. Oh. We did everything over the phone, um, but he was... He is one of the most delightful people I've ever met. I'm a huge um, fan. Yeah. Will oh, has been working on this for a long years, time. Years. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. But I, I would say now that like LeVar Burton and I are, are friends, I would say we're friends. Wow. Um, Tell him I said hi. I will. <laughs> Absolutely. He uh, once referred to me as Saint Will when I uh, delivered a whole bunch of stuff to him in, in California. So, oh, um, my goodness. Yeah. So I, I got to do – that was just such a blast. I got to do his entire outfit. Um, his coat, his sport coat is – Sweater, his scarf, his everything, uh, except for his shoes, because we don't sell shoes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so winter white, we're seeing a lot of unusual colors um, coming around, like various shades of pink and blue-grays and things like that. Just, you know, people are getting tired of the usual suspects, and they want some kind of different colors and things going on. Cool. Well, you heard it here first. Everyone run out and check out what's to come at Jackson and Connor. Indeed. And get your fashion on for the fall. Will, it's been such a pleasure. The pleasure has been mine. I love you so much. I love you, buddy. So nice to be here. It's great to see you. you. Yeah. Totally. Um, I just have to thank our sponsors, Greenfield Savings Bank, my employer, over 150 years old. We have 10 branches in Franklin and Hampshire County. Thank you so much to GSB for everything that you do, all of the nonprofit support and love in our community, and also to Business West. I just co-hosted the 40 Under 40 um, up on stage with Lenny Underwood, and that was really great. Thank Lenny. you so much, George O'Brien. I know upscale socks. I got to show you pictures because I wore upscale socks on stage, and I showed off a little calf, and I told everyone that they need to check out his socks. I don't know if you still sell them. We do them. sell That's them great. at Jackson & Jackson & Connor, upscale socks. Thank you, George O'Brien, Business West, for giving us all of the great things and news. And I am Tara Brewster. You've been listening to the Western Mass Business Show. My guest today, Will Brito from Jackson & Connor. So much love for you. Second floor of Thorns and a lower floor. Check them out. Love you. Love you. Love you.